So to put this together for you, I think there's two things that you need. You need experience and the ability to do the work to find the deal, and then you need money. Now, if you don't have both of these things, you need more of one or the other. If you don't have the money and you have experience and you have the ability to put the deal together, then you can go and find someone to help you with the money. If you have the money, but you don't have the experience, you don't have the time to do the deal, then you can use that money to find someone who can bring in the deal, who can do this and structure it and put in the time to build it, to find it, to license it, and to run it. When I got into this niche, there was only the big smelly facility and the dinky REL's that didn't make any money. And I didn't see a play for this space. So I build and operate luxury 16 bed memory care mansions and I wanna show you that there's another way. So as I grow my business, I'm here to document and show you the tips and strategies that you can use. Welcome back to Assisted Living Investing with me, your host, Brett Schottkavis. And I wanna to talk to you today about how much money you need to start. If you want to build or purchase a million dollar or more assisted living, how much capital should you anticipate having in order for you to get this deal started? So I've done this several times in actually several different ways of raising money. I've done it where I've used all private investors to purchase rehab and, and raise the money in this way. I've done it where I've um, refinanced out, use a commercial bank to be able to do this. And then I've also gone the way of SBA for new construction. So I wanna come at it from, really there's multiple ways to structure this deal, but ultimately how much money do you need to have? And for all of these things, I didn't use my own money. I was able to borrow money on some sides on the debt side, and then I was also able to raise money on the equity side with investors. So you can do this with absolutely no money, but you can do it with money. And so I wanna talk through today, where, wherever you're at, whether you have no money in the bank and you wanna do this, whether you have some or you have a good amount of equity, some cash in the bank, how can you go about this? Because I wanna show you, I guess, step by step, as you're going through this, how can you get this deal done, whether you have money or no? So ultimately, I wanna start by just saying, if you have money in the bank, this is gonna be easier. You can get this deal done with no money in the bank, but there's gonna be some more work and there may be some delays as you kind of are, are going through steps and then raising money. So let's talk through this. The first option that I wanna talk about is if you have no money, like literally no money in the bank, and you want to start your own assisted living. It doesn't matter if you wanna buy an existing building or if you want to build new construction, do a big rehab, any of those things, the principle will be the same. So here's what I would do if I were starting over again and I had no money and I wanted to get a fantastic 16 bed deal done. The first thing that I need to do is I need to do a lot of market research. I need to have example deals that I can put together. I need to know all the numbers. I need to know the performers. I need to know what my exit strategy is gonna be, what's it gonna be costing to, to purchase it, to build it, all these kind of things. So there's a lot of research on the front side and you're gonna have to really do this research whether you have capital or not. But this is where you need to start because ultimately if I have no money, my objective is two things. One, I need to find the deal. And two, I need to raise money for the deal. So I think the best way to raise money for the deal is to say, hey, you know what? Here is a deal example. It may not be the actual deal you're gonna buy, but if you can say, here is something very similar, right? Like here's an existing building 
that I can purchase and it's ready to go, or I can purchase it and renovate it. Or here is a vacant piece of land and I can buy it for this much, I can go and develop it and this is what we'd be looking at, right? If you can put together some real life examples of here's my play, this is what I wanna build and here's how we're gonna put all the numbers together, once you have that, it is so much easier to raise money because you have actually something to look at. You can go and create your business plan. You don't have to have every little thing dialed in. You don't have to have your exact property or piece of land identified in a business plan. It can be in this city, in this county, in this rough metro area. This is what I wanna do. I'm gonna identify land to build. So you need some of these tools. Once you have the tools and you do a good job on putting them together, then I think the next step is you go and you talk to people. You open your mouth, you post on social media. I'm a huge proponent of sharing my journey. Literally, I wanna be the underdog in this, especially the first time when I had no experience in this. I started sharing my heart, documenting my journey. That's how I got people interested in what I was doing. That's how I told people it was my dream to open an assisted living. I had zero experience in it, but what that did it allowed me to get some meetings. It allowed me to have coffee dates with people that were looking for a passive investment and who already knew, like, and trusted me. They were following me on social media. They knew who I was. And ultimately, I had my homework done. I had a business plan done. I had identified markets. I knew what the market was like there. And I was able to come to them and spend 30 minutes going through a business plan, going through financials. And I, I was like, hey, here, here's the thing. I don't have a piece of property yet, but this one, it already sold you know, a couple months ago. If we had purchased this one, here's what the numbers would be like. Here's what everything would look like. And you know what? I'm looking for something just like this. So this is what I would suggest, whether it is building new construction or whether it's uh, an existing building, a facility you know, that's already there, you wanna buy something and convert. Have some real life numbers, build something out with some good detail. And this is where you actually have to do some homework. You gotta put in some labwork or maybe spend some money to find a local expert who can show you, here's what the market's like in this area. Because honestly, the tools is what's gonna get you the money. You have to have your stuff dialed in. If you have wishy-washy numbers and you can't show to your potential investor, hey, here's why this deal is a home run, here's why it's safe, here's why I want you to come and, and be invest with me, then you're probably not gonna get that investor. So spend the time, do these two things. And really this is the first set of what you should be doing as far as action items. And then really you're kind of pausing here. I don't think you can go further than this until you get the money. So to put this together for you, if you were starting with $0 in the bank, do these two things. Deal structure, learn, get your tools, and then go have some investor meetings with some example deals. Once you have some of those meetings and you get some verbal commitments or you get some people who are interested, then continue to do your research. Continue to find options for these things, but then let's push forward to the next part of this, which is talking to some banks. And potentially you wanna talk to some banks who are gonna lend the majority of the money, right? They're gonna lend 80, 90% of the deal. So you just need to come up with that 10, 20% of the deal from these potential investors. So you are trying to get everything ready for the bank. Now, if you have some money, right? Let's just say you have about 50 grand. I think that's a nice number to start with as I have this much money in my savings account and I wanna do this deal. So here's what I think you can do. And it's really the same process, but a little bit different on steps. 
So if I was gonna do this again and I had 50 grand in the bank, I would mostly do the exact same steps with a little bit of variation there. I'm gonna first start by doing all my market research. I'm gonna be putting my deal together, looking for example, pieces of land or properties, right? And I'm also going to be pitching for different investors. I'm looking for the additional money that I'm gonna need when I go to the bank to work with them. But there is kind of a difference in here. If I have this $50,000, I may be able to buy the land first. Now, I think of it this way. It is easier to purchase the land or the property before you go and do permits and plans and spend you know, three to six months going through these things with the city and then going and getting a big construction loan later for either your new construction or for your rehab. So you may be able to get all the way to this point. You may be able to use that $50,000 to go purchase this property, right? You may do hard money. You may go to your local bank and put down 20% on this loan and buy that land, which allows you more time. It allows more runway because ultimately you're gonna go to the bank and they're gonna give you a bigger loan, right? For construction, for your rehab. But prior to doing that, they're gonna want a few different things. They're gonna want you to have permits with the city. They're gonna want a full plan set. They're gonna want a, a bids from a, a builder and they're gonna want an appraisal. And those things take months, right? Maybe three, four months on the short side, could be six to 12 months depending on your city. That's usually the biggest time suck is getting through permits. So if you didn't have the option to purchase this property, you would be asking for a super long escrow, which sometimes is not very realistic. So I think if you have 50 grand, then you put you in a way better position because you can get the first loan, your takedown loan to be able to buy this land. And now you push forward, you start working with the city on permits, you start talking to builders, you start talking to architects, and you start getting some of these things together. So now that'll allow you several months to go and find investors, right? If you say, hey, here's the land, I actually own it, let's come over here, let's walk it, right? Here's my vision, here's some of my architectural drawings, right? Here's my elevations, we're gonna do this. When you can actually be there with someone on the dirt showing them here's your vision, man, that's a real thing you will have so much more credibility and your deal will be real to them. So I think that puts you in a stronger position. Even if you had 50 grand, it puts you in a much stronger position to be able to do this. So here's the third option. If you had 200,000 to $400,000 in the bank and you did not wanna bring on an investor partner, I think you could do it this way and this is how I would do it. Really, it's the, the first part of this. You're gonna do the whole thing that we just talked through, right? You're gonna start with learning your market. You're gonna start with building out your deal, looking for properties. You can talk to the bank along the way, right? You can get pre-qualified. You can send your taxes and all that kind of stuff, right? They'll vet you along the way. But ultimately, you now have the capital in the bank to be able to purchase this property. And again, I usually do it in a two-part purchase, right? I'm gonna take down the land first. I'm gonna go through permits, work with the architect, the engineer, I'm gonna get builder bids, and then I'm gonna have an appraisal, and then I'm going back to the bank. And I've been communicating with the bank during this whole process, so we're on the same page. I know what the requirements of myself as the borrower are, and I'm working hand in hand with the bank. So if you had that two to 400 grand, I think you can do this on a one to $3 million deal. Now, additionally, you don't have to have cash in the bank, right? If you could potentially use equity in some of your properties, if you had real estate that had a lot of equity in it, you could potentially use some of that equity as part of the down payment. So I think the biggest thing to consider 
If you wanna take down the deal all yourself, you don't wanna bring on any investor partners and you're a little bit limited on cash. I think the biggest thing to consider is leverage. And really for me, I've done this two different ways. I've gone through a commercial bank to get a, get a loan for my assisted living and I've used SBA to build new construction. If you're gonna build or do a rehab and it's gonna take you several months or a year where you don't have income coming in and you're gonna be making tax payments, insurance payments, interest payments, SBA is able to finance those costs, which means you need less money in the bank. If you had a deal where perhaps it's already licensed, it's already running, and you were able to put down you know, 20% down on a commercial loan, the, you may be able to just do it that way because you don't need a lot of extra working capital and interest reserves and things like that. So I would consider both of these options, right? What is the best fit for you? Because no deal is the same. I've done both options and sometimes SBA is better and sometimes a commercial loan is better. So to put this together for you, I think there's two things that you need. You need experience and the ability to do the work to find the deal and then you need money. Now, if you don't have both of these things, you need more of one or the other. If you don't have the money and you have experience and you have the ability to put the deal together, then you can go and find someone to help you with the money. If you have the money, but you don't have the experience, you don't have the time to do the deal, then you can use that money to find someone who can bring in the deal, who can do this and structure it and put in the time to build it, to find it, to license it, and to run it. So you don't have to go at this alone. And in my experience, it's actually better to bring on a partner and do a bigger deal than to have 100% of a small deal where you're really not gonna have any cash flow and you're not gonna build much equity where you're gonna run this thing for two to five years and really not get anywhere with your financial goals. Well, that is it for today. If you wanna learn more, we have a private Facebook group that you can join. Just search it, it's Assisted Living Investing Memory Care Mansion. I'm on there several times a week providing exclusive content and answering questions. So that's it for today. I'll see you on the next one.